even in the midst of all of these complexities, it really doesn't have to be overly complicated. It really doesn't. Welcome to the Blended Family Coaching Show, where you'll discover how to move your stepfamily from just surviving to truly thriving. Grab your headphones and listen in as we share practical, real-life strategies for building healthy bonds, understanding the kids' perspective, romance and partnership, parenting as a team, and yes, even co-parenting with a difficult ex. We're Mike and Kim Anderson, and we believe that with the right tools, every step couple can overcome the common challenges of stepfamily life. Join us for authentic and sometimes comical conversations to discover how you can lead your family with confidence and create the future you really want. Well, in the last episode, we gave you a challenge. We asked you to imagine a day way in your future where maybe you're at a family gathering. All your kids are adults and the question is asked of them, what was it like growing up in your home? Now, if you missed that, you might want to head back over to episode one and just check that out. But the point of this exercise is to really help you gain clarity around your goals as a family. Like what are the outcomes that you really want for your blended family? And when we have clarity around that, around what we really want, uh, then that helps us have a real long-term vision and it gives us a purpose in our day-to-day interactions with each other and the decisions that we have to make and and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's right. Because here's the thing. Blended family life, as you probably have already realized, is really (laughs) complex and it can feel so overwhelming sometimes. You have all these things coming at you. Mm. And, you know, we've discovered over the past 18 years and working with other couples that um, even in the midst of all of these complexities, it really doesn't have to be overly complicated. It really doesn't. And so that's what we want to focus on today in today's episode, really simplifying blended family life just a bit so that we can begin to have a reference point for what we really, um, those things that we're really doing well already. We want to celebrate those and know that we're on the right track. Mm -hmm. And then also a reference point for those areas that need some improvement. Those areas that we we really want to work on and move forward on. (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of like putting a jigsaw puzzle together, right? Mm -hmm. So like, what's the first thing that we do when we put together a jigsaw puzzle? We always do the edges first. That's right. Yeah. We want to find those edges so that we can kind of build a frame around the picture we're trying Mm -hmm. to create. And that gives us a reference point for where all the other pieces kind of fit together. And that, that can be really helpful when we're putting a puzzle together, a jigsaw puzzle, but that can also be really helpful mm-hmm. when we're trying to figure out how all the pieces, the moving pieces of this blended family come together. So to do that, we're going to dive into what we call the five focus framework for blended families. And we've got kind of a dual purpose here. First, we want mm-hmm. to help you with that framework. Yeah. Like I just said, we want to get your your puzzle edge pieces all put together <laughs> around your family so that you have point. that reference point. And then second, we just kind of want to give you an idea of what you're going to be experiencing when you subscri- subscribe to this podcast, mm-hmm. because each and every episode as we move forward it's going to be exploring a strategy or maybe a mindset shift or tips or tools, something like that, that's going to help you in at least one of these five areas we're about to lay out for you. And by the way, we've put together the five focus framework cheat sheet that you can download for free. (laughs) All you have to do is head over to support.mikeandkimcoaching.com 
forward slash zero zero two. That's our episode number. So again, that's support dot Mike and Kim coaching.com forward slash zero zero two. And you can download for free our five focus framework cheat sheet. And yeah. we'll talk a little bit more about that, that a really little bit helpful. later as well. All right. So five focus framework. Here we go. Let's <laughs> get started. Let's dive into number one of the five focus framework. And that is all about bonding. bonding. Yeah. It's relationship bonding, right? Mm-hmm. It It is step relationships, which is easy to focus on in, in blended <laughs> families because that's, that's where we feel a lot of tension, but it's also bio relationships. Yeah. It's important to remember that bonding uh, takes place in all the relationships. And there's a lot of moving parts in that. You know, Patricia Paper now, she's a step family expert, and she says that many step couples unintentionally make easy wrong turns Mm -hmm. in their step family journey. And often these wrong terms just kind of inadvertently sabotage the bonds that we're really wanting to grow uh, rather than helping us move those bonds forward. Yeah. And it's really easy. Like, We've experienced that oh, along yeah. the journey. Yeah. We've made some really easy wrong turns. and um, Without knowing. You just yeah. sometimes don't know. Yeah. And so that first focus that we want to have in our five focus framework is to really focus on bonding. What are some healthy ways that we can build bonds? And the reality is that mm. for blended families, a lot of times the strategies are really counterintuitive. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. why they're easy wrong turns. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because we think we're going the right way. Uh, but we actually just made a, a really easy wrong turn. I know we have uh, some friends who early on in the journey, they thought, okay, bonding is important. Like they, they knew yeah, that most, most couples that. know that. And uh, they decided that one of the best ways to do that was a quick uh, family vacation oh, with yeah. everybody. We're right? a family now, right? They had five kids between the two of them, <laughs> all of them in their teen or adolescent stage at that point. Two of their girls actually had the same first name and like, (laughs) yeah, it was really funny. So they decided to take a family trip and they crammed everybody in this suburban and man, it was like a pressure cooker in there. And I love, they, they tell the story of just absolute chaos that happens along this journey. And I, our friend, he, he tells the story and it's really funny to kind of watch him conclude it. He ends, (laughs) ends the story and he kind of hangs his head and he's like, oh, it, was just the worst, right? (laughs) They just had a tough time trying to force these bonds. And that's Mm -hmm. one of the counterintuitive things is that the reality is in blended families, most often the tensions are the highest when everyone is crammed together. So it requires a little bit of a different strategy than than what a first family might experience. And so as we continue to, uh, (laughs) to record episodes and move through this podcast, we are going to be giving you some real life bonding strategies that really work yeah. in blended families. And again, they're counterintuitive. I know we had a, a couple that we were working with a while ago and we were, we were kind of talking through uh, several different strategies and stuff. And, and, and the husband just had to stop us and go, you know, this stuff just isn't common sense, is yeah. it? Like <laughs> it was really counterintuitive and we're like, yeah, that that's a really good observation yeah. because it is easy. Like we all want the same thing. We all want bonded relationships. Connection. Yeah. Connection. But we get caught up in those easy wrong turns. Like paper now says 
uh, totally unintentionally. Yeah. And so that's, that's number one. That's the first focus in our five focus framework mm-hmm. um, is bonding, all about relational yep, bonding. And getting our mindset right around that too is going to be really, really important. That's right. Yeah. All right, great. So let's move on to our focus number two, and that's understanding our kids' perspectives. Now, one of the things we hear from parents and step-parents is, is that they really want to kind of figure out better ways to communicate with their kids, um, especially the kids that really aren't all that open, right? They're kind of shut down um, and, and they want to connect. They want to communicate and understand, but it, it can be tough sometimes. So the place to start here is really getting into the kids' shoes so that we can understand what they're experiencing And once we really get a true understanding, then we can come alongside them, we can help them kind of wade through all these complex feelings and these dynamics that they might be experiencing. And you know, the bottom line is, is that what they're experiencing through this blended family journey is probably very different than what you're experiencing. Yeah. Yeah. Now, in our first episode, we talked about how my daughter, Annika, was really receptive to Mike. When we were dating, um, they got along great. They really connected easily. She was excited when we announced our engagement. But underneath all of this uh, excitement, there were some other things going on in her that was kind of under the surface that we really weren't, we weren't aware of. Um, I'll never forget the night before our wedding, you know, we're at our rehearsal and, you know, Mike and I are excited and giddy and, and she was kind of quiet and standoffish. And she pulled me aside and she said, I don't want you to marry Mike. (laughs) And I was blindsided. I had no idea what was going on. Um, she saw through me. (laughs) Well, when I pushed her a little bit for a reason as to why I shouldn't marry Mike, she kind of hemmed and hawed and, and sort of, you know, came up with something. And she says to me, well, you know, he talks too soft on our answering machine. So you shouldn't marry him. That's not a very good thing for a podcaster. (laughs) No, low talker. He's a low talker. Back in the days of answering machines. (laughs) Um. But I, I, I didn't know how to respond in that moment. Honestly, I don't think I handled it very well. Um, it was, uh, it was a rough moment for me. Mm-hmm. And that started my journey of really, um, wanting and learning how to effectively communicate and connect with Annika, um, so that I could support her emotionally mm-hmm. and help her to identify those emotions and help her to work through those emotions because they were there. She was really uh, having some mixed feelings about our wedding and our um, our blended family coming together. That's right. Now, in future episodes, we're going to help you with all of that. We're going to give you some insights into your kids' perspectives, what they might be experiencing, and that's going to help you to support them, to bond with them, and to move your whole family forward. Sometimes kids get stuck Mm -hmm. in these emotional binds, and we want to free them up and help them to kind of unload that, unpack it, and and move forward. So that's that's number two, is understanding our kids and then helping them to move forward. That's right. We want to get their perspective. Mm -hmm. That really helps us. So number three is all about us. Mm -hmm. It's all about our marriage, our partnership, our relationship and all that. You know, a blended family marriage is just, 
it's different than a first family mm-hmm. marriage and that's okay. It's not better or worse or uh, less or more. It's just simply different. And the main reason that it's different is uh, this thing called the reordered relationship. Y- you know, when you get into uh, a first family relationship, uh, the couple comes together and then they have kids together. But when we're entering into a blended family relationship, the parent-child bonds, those relationships are pre-existing. And so now the relationships have actually been reordered. We've got the parent-child relationship coming before the romantic relationship. And often the romantic Mm -hmm. one gets kind of shoved to the back burner. And that can make it actually the weakest bond in the home. And they creates all kinds of different uh, dynamics and challenges uh, as we try to move forward. Now, because of the reordered relationship, our individual experiences are often polarized Mm -hmm. between each other. Like one will have a bio parent perspective and one will have a step parent perspective. Even if you're living in a complex step family where you both brought kids from the previous relationship, there's still times where you're experiencing the challenges of either a bio parent or a step parent. Mm -hmm. You know, as a step parent, I remember times where I just, I felt like I didn't fit in with you and Annika. Like I was stranded on the outside of this really tight relationship that I didn't get. You guys had your little inside jokes. You had, you know, different kind of traditions and rituals and just yeah. different things that you were used to doing that was natural for the two of you. But I was like, I didn't know how I fit into the equation. And a lot of times I felt stuck on the outside and I was very stranded mm-hmm. in that situation. I was, that was challenging for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember you know, wanting to meet your needs and mm. wanting you to feel included and to be part mm. of, of what we had going. But sometimes that made me feel like I had to sacrifice, you know, Annika's needs and mm. meeting her. I felt like uh, I was trapped in the middle of this tug of war, kind of yeah. going back and forth, trying to make everyone happy and make everything okay for everyone. Mm-hmm. But feeling like, uh, like that was really hard. Like mm. I had to choose sometimes mm-hmm. between you um, or between Annika, that was really tough because yeah. that bond with with Annika was is a strong bond. Yeah, that that, that bio relationship bond. Absolutely, and and we're not the only ones. Like we no. hear, you know, when we <laughs> kind of describe some of this to any couple that we talk to, often they just are like, "Whoa, yeah, that's totally mm-hmm. us." This feeling of being stranded or being trapped. Um, you know, it happens in the little day-to-day things and it can cause little annoyances and frustrations along the way, mm-hmm, sure. uh, but the same exact dynamic, um, impacts the big things as yeah. well. Yeah. In, Decisions. In, yeah. In fact, this is, uh, this was a major factor for us about seven years into our marriage when we were on the verge of separation, mm-hmm. um, just not feeling like we were united. We were, you, you were on one side, I was on the other, we were kind of polarized yeah. and it was a real challenge. Yeah. Some people describe it as, um, you know, dividing up into their biological camps. Yeah. 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 Separating, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the divide of biological divide. Yeah. yeah. So all of that is really different for first families. Right. And so what that means is as blended family couples, we need different strategies to build our romance and actually safeguard our relationship. Mm -hmm. And so we're here to help you do that. Uh, Make sure that you're paying attention to that 
relationship and you're navigating it in a way that's going to bring you together and help you be united rather than that continued polarization because your experiences are so different. Yeah. And so we're excited to to bring some strategies and plans for that. That divide can really take a toll on a marriage. Absolutely. So we're going through the five focus framework right now. We said the number one focus is bonding. Mm -hmm. Number two focus was the kid's perspective. The number three focus is all about marriage and partnership. And number four is all about parenting and discipline. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) this is a big one. one. In fact, (laughs) this is one of the reasons a lot of people reach out to us. You know, the (laughs) first fight that we ever had before we got married Mm -hmm. and actually after we got married, probably the biggest fight we've ever had. So the two most significant yeah, fights most in our memorable fights in our, in our relationship <laughs> yeah uh, was all around parenting yep uh, in fact a lot of these dynamics are what led us to that reordered relationship being polarized and then really considering separation in yeah. that season so we just want you to know if if you're struggling with parenting as a team you are definitely yeah. <laughs> not alone like no. this is a really common one yeah and one of the biggest complaints that we've heard Um, Is couples feeling like they can just never get on the same page around parenting? Mm. And we hear over and over, you know, we just have different parenting styles. We just do things different. Um, And, you know, often what that really means is that they have different expectations for the kids' behavior and they have different expectations around how the household is going to run, Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. structure um, and the order of the home. But the truth is you can get on the same page without feeling like you have to change who you are as a parent. Mm -hmm. Um, We have very different parenting styles, Mike and I, (laughs) very different. (laughs) However, we've learned how to parent as a team and we actually have some fun in the process. Mm -hmm. We, we, we really, uh, we've really learned how to do that. We've even learned that our differences are typically some of our biggest strengths Mm. because we can actually complement each other. Mm -hmm. Um, And once we figure out how to stop competing with each other and complimenting each other instead, that just makes all the difference. Complimenting like, oh, good job, honey. No, (laughs) (laughs) like my weaknesses can be your strengths and your weaknesses can be my strengths. And then the kids get the the best of both worlds. Yeah, yeah, we kind of fill the gaps in for Mm -hmm. each other, right? Yeah. Yeah. And what's funny is like the real challenge is how can we identify the common goals that Mm -hmm. we both have as parents? Like a lot of times when it comes to parenting, it's all about our goals and what our vision is from a long-term perspective for our kids and for our family. And then we got to learn how to parent as a team around those goals while we still honor each other's individual approach. Mm -hmm. And and that's taken some learning and we've had some definite challenges along the way. Um, but it is possible yes, to parent as a team. There are some strategies mm-hmm. around that for sure. Yep. And and really a lot of it comes down to learning the different roles that we mm-hmm. each have. Like a bio parent and a step parent have different roles and different focuses depending on the kids. And we have to learn how to play our role really well. And that can get even more challenging when you're a complex step family. Like mm-hmm. I said earlier, if you've both brought kids from previous relationships, that means you're kind of switching hats. You're, yeah. you're a bio parent in one moment and a step parent <laughs> in the next moment. And, and that all happens in the matter of a day or even within an hour. Yeah. Um, and that can bring some complications that we want to try and smooth out and simplify along the way. So that, uh, that definitely 
creates challenges beyond just simply figuring out what role we play, but we've got to be able to vacillate roles on on a regular basis. But it's so important because a step parent who doesn't play their role um, correctly, you know, can actually, it can start to sabotage the bond mm. with stepchildren. Yeah. Um, so it's so important mm-hmm. to look at this and to know what your roles are and, mm-hmm. and work as a team. Yeah. And that's true for any team, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Like if, uh, if any, you know, team, whether it be a work team or a sports team, uh, any kind of team, when individuals start missing what their role is, mm-hmm. then the team starts to break down yeah. and, and get dysfunctional. Yeah. And so we've got to clarify that along the way. And we're going to help you do that. Yeah. Um, it's really a team effort. Both mm-hmm. parenting yeah. and step parenting uh, are both <laughs> a two person job. It's a team effort. So you've got to be sure you're headed toward the same goals and you're doing it in a way that honors each other. Yeah. So that's point number four in our yep. four in our five focus framework. So on to number five. Yes. And that is all about co-parenting with mm-hmm. an ex. Mm-hmm. And that can definitely be a hot topic. You know, some blended families they formed um, following the death mm-hmm. uh, of a previous partner or abandonment. Mm-hmm. And they may not be currently co-parenting with an ex, but many of us are doing our best to work with an ex. And sometimes that's really, really difficult. Absolutely. Yeah. And on top of that, you might be dealing with a difficult ex um, and with your child's step parent in that other home. If your ex has has repartnered, that's a whole nother uh, set of complexities. And all of this can just get crazy, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it can get crazy. And we spent quite a few years struggling through a lot of tensions. And sometimes there were major battles with with my ex, Mm -hmm. and it impacted my daughter, and impacted our whole family. Um, And uh, that was a really tough, tough season. We still still have um, some issues, some lingering things around that. that. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So figuring out how to co-parent well, isn't about control or manipulation. Even if the other home is being controlling and manipulative, (laughs) um, we can rise above that. It's really about learning how to positively influence these dynamics to create as much peace for the kids as possible. Yeah, well said. And that also helps create peace for you Mm -hmm. and in your home. Mm -hmm. So everyone wins when you're able to put some good strategies in place. Um, In fact, being over-focused on your ex um, that's really not where you want to be. Mm. Sometimes people just get way obsessed with everything the other home is doing, mm. and they compete, and it it's really unhealthy. It's it seems like when we overfocus on the ex, we're actually giving them too much mm-hmm. power. Like they yeah. shouldn't have that much power. Yeah, they're taking up residence mm-hmm. in yeah. our brain, and yeah, no <laughs> it's just no not doubt. worth it. Yeah. So keep in mind there there will come a day, believe it or not, when your kids are adults <laughs> and they. And all of that influence of an ex, it's going to reduce dramatically. We're in that stage. And yeah, it's still there, but Mm -hmm. it's nothing like it was when when Annika was a minor. Mm -hmm. So your goal for now, while the kids are young, is to create an environment where the kids experience peace, peaceful transitions, peaceful cooperation between the two homes as much as possible 
so that they can learn and grow into adulthood yep. um, and that, go through all of their different developmental stages and not be burdened down. Yeah. And, you know, that's research back. There's yeah, a ton oh, of research tons. out there that shows um, that even kids really in any family mm-hmm. dynamic, whether it's a first family or a single parent home or a blended family, one of the key indicators for long-term success for kids is the amount of peace that they experience mm-hmm. in the home or between the two homes. So that's a huge, a huge goal. And there's a ton of evidence yeah. around that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In fact, I was just reading that, um, you know, kids are kind of like a tree mm-hmm. and trees are impacted by their environment, by their mm-hmm. soil, by the mm-hmm. air, by the water. Um, and kids are like that too. And they're impacted by the relationships that are surrounding them. Wow, that's good. And it really impacts how they develop and how they grow into adults. So it's definitely an important part of the blending family is focusing on this. And, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times we have parents come in and they're really worried and concerned about the negative ex- lifestyle of the ex you know the values yeah the values in the two homes are so different they're living a completely different lifestyle how is that going to affect our kids that's a legitimate concern and we we dealt with that as well that can be really tough um but we just want you to know that you have influence absolutely regardless of your situation Mm -hmm. how much time you have with your kids you as a bio parent, you have influence here. Mm-hmm. And we're going to help you discover practical ways that you can positively impact your whole parenting coalition. So mm-hmm. your ex, their new partner, any other adults that are involved in, in raising or influencing your kids. Yeah. Um, we're going to show you how you can use your influence to kind of pave the way forward for your kids and to uh, teach them the values and the character traits that you really want for them. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's so important. So that's your five focus Mm -hmm. framework. Remember at the beginning of the episode, we said that one of the goals here is just to give you kind of that, that framework around your step family puzzle uh, that is going to help you to start to to have a reference point for how all the other little pieces yeah. fit together. Yeah. And so that's the goal here. And again, <laughs> we just want to help you understand where we're headed with this podcast and give you that high level overview. So our five focus framework is number one, bonding. Mm-hmm. Number two, we want to understand the kid's perspective. Yeah. Number three, we've got to have a healthy focus on our marriage, on our partnership so that we can really develop our relationship. Number four, everybody wants to get parenting and discipline right. That's a hot topic for sure. And then Kim used that term, the parenting coalition, which is all about co-parenting well with an ex. So if you can picture that as kind of the edge pieces around your jigsaw puzzle, we hope that that gives you a new framework or some new reference points for how your blended family starts to fit together. Mm Now, we mentioned the five focus framework cheat sheet. This is simply a free download that's going to help you think through all five of these focal points for your family and do a quick self-evaluation on where you are now and maybe brainstorm some ways that you might be intentional about moving forward. So you can go grab that at support.mikeandkimcoaching.com forward slash zero zero two. And make sure that you subscribe to this podcast Mm -hmm. because every week we're going to be bringing you a new idea or a practical strategy to help you in one of these five areas. That's right. In fact, in our next episode, we'll be focused on that whole dynamic that we talked about earlier today 
about how parents feel trapped in that tug of war between their partner and their kids, and how the step parent can really feel stranded on the outside of the family. You know, we had one person in our audience that recently asked this, how do I deal with that? That's feeling trapped or stranded, specifically on how to juggle personal time, couple time, and family time. That's a great question. Absolutely. So we're going to walk you through some tips and strategies on how to do that in our next upcoming episode. That's right. All right. That's a wrap. Mm -hmm. Take care.